On today's episode of The Connection Codes, we are so excited because we are doing an in-session. We are talking with Elijah and Christina Runyon out of Santa Rosa, California. They are the pastors at The Pursuit there in Santa Rosa. And Elijah shared with us how much The Connection Codes impacted himself personally. We often talk about how it affects our relationships, but we really haven't gotten deep into the internal change that can take place and what it can do for us individually. So we are so glad you are joining us today. Welcome to The Connection Codes. This is the podcast where we break open our emotions that take us from being disconnected to connected in our relationships and with ourselves. That's exactly what we're diving into. I am your host, Tira Wages, and I am here with Dr. Glenn Hill, who is a marriage and family therapist, clinical sexologist, and sitting next to him is his incredible wife, Phyllis Hill. And together they founded The Connection Codes, which is the science behind human connection. And we're so glad you're here. Hello world. Welcome. Hi friends. <laughs> your voice is going in and out all of a sudden. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, Christina. And for you guys being with us today. And is, Elijah. Well, yeah. You Elijah, can't just sorry. say Christina. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. He will lose so much identity. He'll just okay, disappear. Okay. I'm just so tuned in <laughs> to it, Christina. Sorry, okay. Elijah. She's yes. the better half. Well, she's definitely cuter than him, but, but he's oh, kind of cute. Aw, sure. yes. So it means the world anytime we have um, guests on our mm-hmm. show. And, um, while we were with you guys last week, you brought this up. So it means the world um, that y'all are willing to t- t- share part mm. of your story and how yeah. Connection Codes came into your world. Love to hear that, kind of how you first heard about it mm. and how it has impacted y'all. Um, yeah, so it was like last year into summer, I was just perusing podcasts while I was doing some yard work. And I um, listened to a Moral Revolution podcast and you guys were on there. I don't even remember why. I like never listen to Moral Revolution podcasts usually, but you guys were on there and I thought, oh, that's interesting. So I ordered the book and then read it like four times. Mm. (laughs) And uh, then we decided to give it to our entire leadership team. So Mm. since then, I've probably bought 40 or 50 of them and just handed them out um, because it was so impactful Mm. but actually the the thing that really caused it to like be solidified in me was when I started listening to the podcast because you guys would talk about real life situations Mm. and how you implemented the tools in real life situations and I could really grab onto that Mm. and um, so it's just been transformative and having you guys here what i have told people it's really incredible to see the change in people in such Mm. a short amount of time. Mm, It's like, like you met with several of our leaders and had dinner or sessions with them. And Mm. in one kind of Mm. however long, two, three hour session Mm. of just hanging out with people, we've seen incredible change in them personally and in their marriage. And Mm. just something that um, is effective, I think is rare Mm. these days. You know, Mm. there's a lot of things that, work for a short amount of time or whatever, but this is just seems lasting. And Mm. um, I just so much joy about how much it's changed our community because Mm. the connection codes is all about being real and authentic. And that has been our 
culture in, at mm. the pursuit since we started is we just I stood up on this stage the first time and said, Hey, you better take me off the pedestal now because mm -hmm. I'm just going to stand up here and be real. Yeah. Like I just can't be anything yeah. other than me. And so the connection codes has just added that extra wow. layer for us. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the journey with it. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I love that so much. So, you know, I, Christina, at what point did Elijah kind of pull you in or, or share, um, this whole experience. Yeah. I, he tends to find the gold and it takes me a little bit of time to like dust it off for myself. Um, it took me, so I don't love reading. Reading is hard for me. I have like mm. a lot of shame, a lot of get, like just my mm. eyes get tired. I just, I reading scares me. And so when I heard that there was a, um, um, audible, I was like, okay, I can, I can listen really well. I'm a good listener. Mm. And so I listened to it in the car, you know, driving here and there. And it was, it was really good. I really got a lot out of it. Wow. And so we talked about um, doing the masterclass with people at the pursuit. And so I just looked at, looked at it and um, downloaded it pretty much right away and gathered as many people as I could. And for me that like opened up the, wow, this is like real tools. I can apply this right mm. now. And if I'm completely honest, I'm, I'm, I'm watching, you know, these videos and thinking, oh, this person needs to hear this. I'm like, mm. I'm using the tools <laughs> trying to fix other people. Yeah. Like, like yeah. oh, this reminds me of that person. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. oh, that person's a wolf. They need to hear this, <laughs> oh. you know? And so it was really, uh, for me, like, I, mm. I was like, oh yeah, the world needs this. Not mm. so much I need this. And then I was like, hmm. Like maybe I do need this. And mm. then it just, um, I, as soon as I realized that I too have a lot of shame about things mm. that I didn't really, wow. you know, I kind of kept that down hidden and just kind of suppressed my feelings and suppressed mm. my emotions. Mm. And when I realized that I too have feelings, I was like, okay, here we go. And then it's just real, real quick. Mm. And it's just been amazing. And yeah, um, yeah it's been really good. Yeah. Mm, I love yeah. that. One of the things I want to emphasize yeah, that because uh, we're, we're different people now. Yeah, one of the things I want to emphasize that because we sat with a couple, or I, th I don't think you were in on that. I can't remember, but um, a couple from uh, California, and uh, I think I could have put a cardboard cutout of myself there and walked away because they were doing the connection mm -hmm. codes. It was just wild watching them, which is so awesome. And we actually call it in in the therapy world brief uh, therapy, and that was part of our focus. Uh, with the figuring out the connection codes was how do we get people to do mm. this? Because we love what we get to do. We love people. We love getting to sit with people. But as my kids remind me, if we pour water into the ocean the rest of our lives, we will have accomplished basically nothing. Because And technically, mm. if you did it in microscopic increments, we would have raised the level of the ocean, but not much. Mm. I mean, you know, you wouldn't even notice. So our goal is that Christina and Elijah can certainly connection code with each other, but can also connection code with their people so that Phyllis yeah. and Glenn are irrelevant. Mm -hmm. So the power of the thing, and I don't question that we're good at what we do, but the power is in the human uh, condition. You know, we're faith-based. I believe God designed all this, but if it's evolutionary, it's the same result. This is the power. This is what mm -hmm. works is when Christina and Elijah turn to each other, and are authentic it just that's mm. the human condition It's not because Phyllis and Glenn said so uh, and on the other side of it if Elijah uh, treats Christina with disregard they're not going to connect deeply it's not because Glenn and Phyllis told him not to we didn't mm. pull right. Christina's hand and say hey 
you know, don't connect with Elijah. You know, he's treating you like crap. So don't connect with him. No, that's just a human condition. We mm-hmm. can't get away from that. So that's one of our most exciting moments is when we see couples get traction and then we become less and less significant in the equation. Uh, and that's our dream. That's our goal is that people get the connection codes, not the book that we wrote about it, but the connection codes mm-hmm. themselves. That's just so exciting. <clears throat> so powerful. Yeah. Elijah, I'm curious to know what, uh, when you were reading it, like where did that transformation take place inside of yourself? What was it that you saw? You know, we actually just recorded an episode about still face and that was something that I needed to change within myself. Mm-hmm. So what was it for you that you were like, wow, I really connect deeply with this and this is what I'm pulling away the first time you read? Yeah. The So the first time I read the... um the biggest thing that I took away and it was, I implemented it right away. So I'm a CrossFit coach as well as I'm pastoring this church, but I, it was the disregarding somebody's experience. Mm -hmm. The ooing actually Mm -hmm. was the biggest thing because from a good heart, because I really am an encourager and I see the best in people, you know, if somebody came to me and said, gosh, I'm really afraid to go to this, do this movement at CrossFit or whatever. I'd be like, Oh no, you're fine. You're great. Mm. You got it. You're doing awesome. Immediately. I would just discount it and try to tell them, you know, pump them up somehow. And that was something for me, like (laughs) I started doing it right away and I noticed people Mm. notice it, which was so interesting. They were like, like almost waiting for me to cut them off Mm -hmm. and tell them they're awesome. And I wouldn't, I'd just be like, oh yeah, that's that's awesome. What's going on with that? And they were like, they, it's like they didn't know what to do because someone was actually listening wow. to their experience. Wow. Um, so that was the first thing. Um, but I would say the most impactful thing for me, um, when I'm talking about my relationship with myself, like I love that Christina's doing the connection codes with me, that we're doing it together. It's amazing. But if she never did it, I would still be a completely different person. Yeah. I would still have a total change in who I am because Mm. I have always had big emotions, but I learned very early that people can't handle that, Mm. that people can't handle all of who I am. And so I would spend years suppressing it, you know, and I've been in therapy the last couple of years just to try and figure out what's going on inside because I had been pushing it down so much. So Mm. for me, the processing emotions in real time has actually has been transformative. And I've said this quite a few times, but I don't know if people really understand the weight of it when I say it, but it's the first time in my entire life that I'm not frightened or fearful of myself. Because there was always this looming thing in the back of my head that you know, I'm a pretty self-controlled person and and self-control is my favorite fruit of the spirit and I pride myself on being able to tell myself what to do. But there is always this fear that something would happen and the emotion would be so great and I had suppressed so much that all of a sudden it would inform my behavior to where I couldn't control myself. And there's fear. I mean, if I'm being honest and vulnerable, there was fear about, um, you know, leaving my family, uh, cheating on my wife, fear of um, taking my own life, like not any things that are in my heart at all, but things that I was deathly afraid that I wouldn't be able to control myself. And the, the weight that has been lifted off me just mm. from processing my emotions mm. is it's life changing. Yeah. And so those are yeah. the two things that um, completely changed my world. You know, it's been, yeah. been amazing. Well, so. yeah, I, I love getting that. to see, uh, and I already mentioned that just a minute ago, just 
seeing myself as a science experiment, a science project, and being intrigued and fascinated by myself and, and just yeah. observing myself and going, huh. And of course, we had that ridiculous situation on stage when we were with you. Um, <laughs> that's just what happens with so me. Good. And, you know, I can judge myself. I can, uh, you know, say that I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. I, you know, I should be past this. Well, I'm not trying to experience any of that. That's just what happens for me. And, you know, we shared with you that we lost count of how many people shared with us after that, um, you know, segment that they're like, ah, that happens for me. Mm -hmm. And they had been resisting their own energy for so long, you know, judging themselves, condemning themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, that's so bad, that's so wrong. And now they're allowed to, and I love that you say that, Elijah, just learning yourself. And, and not being afraid of yourself, just going, huh, what, what happens for me there? What, what am I missing? Oh, that's a joy experience. You know, Elijah and uh, Christina have this cool thing in their house, and I wonder if Phyllis distracted them, if maybe. <laughs> and again, that doesn't mean that I have to do the thing. Uh, and I promise I didn't steal anything from your house. Um, but, but just to realize that's just what happens to me. And, and many years, not that many years ago, I would. I just condemned myself constantly. It's like, what is wrong yeah. with you? You know, uh, you're, you're so messed up. You're not spiritual mm-hmm. enough. You're not mature enough, whatever. And it's exhausting. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about yeah. learning to follow other people's energy, learning to follow your own energy, just out of curiosity, like, huh, what happens for me there? Oh, okay. That's a, a joy experience uh, or, or whatever it is uh, yeah. that's happening in the moment. And just being able to be present with yourself. Uh, not from a position of judgment, but just from a position of curiosity. Yeah. If yeah, you're not in tune with what Glenn is currently mentioning, it's episode 31, <laughs> um, where we share what took place when they were with Elijah and Christine at their church just a few weeks ago. And Elijah, I'm really glad that you shared that and the depth of how that was impacting you, that mm. the uh, that you didn't know how to process your emotions, that no one had ever taught you that, but you had felt them so intensely and so deeply to then the point that you had fear of what could happen Mm -hmm. out of your emotions. So then that place of fear is putting you probably in almost a constant state of being flooded because Mm -hmm. you have the initial emotion that you're trying to hide. Now you have the fear on top of the emotion and so, yeah, the amount of energy that mm. that consumes from you, I can't imagine the freedom that then took place after that. So when you started to learn this about yourself, what what did that moment feel like? Uh, you know, it was really interesting because it was, um, it wasn't like an all of the sudden. It was like we were practicing, you know, with each other just processing in real time. And what's cool is our, our culture here, even among our staff is we're, we're all doing it. So it's just was kind of happening constantly. And I got, you know, maybe two weeks into it and realized like I hadn't thought of what I normally, like I didn't have the energy spent on that suppressing emotion I just all of a sudden I was like I feel so light like I feel so free it was so weird it was like I don't know and and that um just like what you were saying Glenn like that constant shame of feeling Mm. emotions was gone it was like I no longer felt ashamed of what I was experiencing and that actually really impacted our relationship because now I could go oh I'm feeling this and not and express it because I didn't feel shameful of it anymore. I just mm-hmm. felt it. And I was like, 
Okay. And so the lightness that I felt, it was, um, oh, it was incredible. I just like turned around. I'm like, what is happening mm. for me? This is crazy. Mm. This is amazing. And I even noticed some behaviors, um, you know, like the last couple of years has been hard for most people, but it's been really hard for us. And, mm. you know, there's things that we use to, to numb emotions even, and just try and feel joy when you're only feeling, mm. you know, and, I noticed that those things that I was using to numb emotions, all of a sudden I just stopped doing that. It wasn't wow. conscious. Yeah. It just happened. It was mm, so weird. Wow. It was like all of a sudden I'm processing my emotions in real time and behavior that I hated and caused shame was gone, just mm -hmm. disappeared. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So I was just trying to... I didn't know how to process it. So I was just trying to numb it. Right. Mm. So I didn't feel it anymore because I was so exhausted from feeling it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Just, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, you, you know, I was thinking and I just want, especially for the listeners to really sit on this a minute. And the reason we even wanted to have this conversation, because we often get asked, uh, well, you know, my spouse isn't willing to do this. And it almost like people go, people have the thought that these tools are only to repair marriage or only to work in partnership. And, you know, that's what I love about the first time we heard your story mm. is that for you, it was like, no, it, it had, it was, it wasn't even in that, in that arena that for you, it was very much to help you. And, and, and I think we say this to people like, because of that, of course, our own experience, we started all this with marriage. And yet now all these years later, I see just how transformative it is and has mm -hmm. been for myself, separate and apart from what it's doing for my marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think that for listeners, that's so important to know. And we do say this to couples in session where um, they're not doing well as a couple. And we will, they almost sometimes see us as therapists in the sense of, um, we're here for you to save our marriage. And then when, and it's kind of like, we want to save you. Like it's more about you and your health, your emotional health. And that will lead to the possibility of, yes, your marriage, but not every marriage is, is especially if the mindset is we want you, Glenn and Phyllis, we right. want you to save our marriage yeah. to realize where, wow, that is, first of all, I'm not going to carry that, but mm. also that is y'all like, but it starts with the individual. And yeah. I love that just in today's podcast, just with what you're sharing, Elijah, that for you, you really got into this, not because you and Christina were in crisis and you were about to divorce, but it was like, wow, you just opened your own mind and heart to this message. And you were like, okay, these tools work. And you mentioned CrossFit and, and it's like, you started seeing change in, in your everyday relationships and then for yourself, which is so, so huge. And I think so many of us are not uh, in tune with what's happening mm. for ourselves. That, yeah. oh my goodness. And I, I love Glenn, the word that um, he has used so much that now I say probably at least weekly is I'm getting curious about who mm. I am. Well, and yeah. you know, there's not yeah. a, there's not an age limit. It's mm -hmm. not like, oh, you're too old to get curious. No. Like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not too old to get curious about who I am. And 
would I have loved to have known who I was mm. sooner? Sure. Um, but it's, uh, it's, there's, it's never too late. Like I am really leaning into that curiosity and is it scary sometimes? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is. And you know, I, I know often Glenn and I have conversations where he goes, wow, I've learned more about you in the last two years than in all of the previous 40. And it's like, yeah, because I'm learning Mm -hmm. a lot about me and there's a curiosity in that. And but it's it's not always like I feel like sometimes we're going through, you know, uh, I always picture like not necessarily the desert as in to me, the desert can sound really negative. So there needs to be another word like through the pasture, you know, but it's always out in nature like there's nothing in front of us. But we have a long way to go to get to the, you know, to the other side of getting through learning who I am mm. and and tuning in and expressing uh, fears that I have, expressing, you know, just getting to that where I want to yeah. live in an authentic way. But in for me to come out and be authentic, it is the processing of a lot of emotion mm. in real time, all the time. And so I start a lot of my sentences with, oh, I have fear about mm. telling you this. I have fear about... Mm. Um, expressing this. And so, yeah, I really love, love your story. Yeah. And we try to always convey to uh, certainly partner in pairs, but any relationship, you know, Glenn could die in a car wreck tomorrow. That doesn't change any of this for Phyllis. And I'm not wishing that on Glenn, but it could happen. So if, if I die in a car wreck, well, that doesn't change it. So, oh, well now Phyllis can just forget about the connection codes because it doesn't matter anymore. Not at all. She still has the right to exist. She has the right to be a human. She has the right to experience what she experiences and to convey that experience. Of course, a lot of our early research was with children just watching them. And you watch a 12-month-old, you watch a 15-month-old, an 18-month-old, they just convey it. And they do not care what the other person's attitude about it is. Three o'clock in the morning, you have four children, you remember this. Three o'clock in the morning, (laughs) <laughs> they're not checking their watch to go, oh, I bet mom and dad are tired. I'm going to let them sleep in until eight, and then I'll let them know what was happening with me at three. Absolutely not. They mm. are in the moment. They are present with themselves. They are following their own energy, and they are going to convey it. And they expect you to be present with them. And if they don't see you uh, quickly enough, they just get louder mm. and louder yeah. and louder. Now, eventually they'll give up. But that's what we're coded to do. And I've met your children. They're all brilliant. But they don't do that because they're so dang brilliant. They do that because they're coded that way. And we all are. We're Mm. hardwired that way from birth to let people know, let people around us know what our needs are, what's happening with us. And that's not based on the other person. That's based on us uh, as individuals. So that's just crucial. So, Christina, now I have to ask this because uh, Elijah is a true disciple. He's a learner. He's always you know, trying to figure something out. And as you mentioned, he reads and you know, he listens to a podcast. He's, he's truly in a quest for a knowledge and understanding. So what happened for you when he first, what, what, at what point did you go, well, maybe there's something more to it. Cause this is not the first book he's ever shared with you. This is not yeah. the first idea wow. he's ever shared <laughs> with you. I don't know what number we're on item number 9,403 or something. Um, so what stood out to you that caught your attention? Um, I remember one conversation we were having, I don't remember what we were talking about, but we were sitting in the office and, you know, I was expressing kind of what I was going through and he just kind of ooed me and I was like, 
this is awfully familiar. And I'm like, are you connection coding me right now? And I was like, okay, it's actually like, it actually made me feel seen and it made me feel identity. So I I kind of experienced it from like someone else ood me and I felt heard, you know? And so I was like, okay, there's definitely something to this that I, at that point when he started using the tools, I I just bought into it because Mm. of how it made me feel seen. And it was really, really good. Um, I, I, and since then I've been able to apply some of the tools and, you know, like what you said, following your own energy. Wow. Has that changed my life? Like following my own energy. Cause I've spent my life following other people and trying to make other people, you know, feel good about themselves. And I've completely neglected myself. And I I do have a story story to share if I can. Um, I um, got invited by one of my best friends to join a soccer um, like we call it the soccer moms group and um we play in town and every sunday night we go we play and i'm i've never played soccer like i wow. i don't know how the rules are played i don't know <laughs> I, I really don't know what i'm doing it is quite embarrassing mm. and but these girls are just like no it's fine it's just for fun but i'm playing with girls that played in college mm. right there's so much fear when i step on that <laughs> big grassy field i'm like Jesus help me. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And um, but anyway, the, the reason or one of the things that I love about going to soccer isn't to play soccer. It's to be around a bunch of other mamas, right? And just doing life together. And I was able one night, like I, I, I was emotionally, I felt super good. I was like, I'm in this. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna have fun. And and I, and I did, did okay. Like it was fine. Like I, I ran at least around the court a few times or the field. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? <laughs> and um so afterwards we we just hang out and we um you know grab a beverage together and just hang out the kids you know we don't have the kids with us so we just get girl time and i for the first time i was able to like feel an emotion that i didn't know that i had mm. and i i would have thought it was shame because i suck at soccer but it was actually loneliness because there was a group of girls and mm. they were all hanging out and I was kind of by myself. And then another group of girls was like, Hey, can I get you a drink? But they didn't ask me if I wanted anything. And so mm. in that moment, I felt super lonely. And I was like, wow, this is, this is an interesting feeling. And so I, you know, got up and stood in line by myself to get my own drink. And, and I was like, this is an interesting spot to be in. I'm around girls that I know are cool. They're all super sweet, but I was alone in the midst of a bunch of friends. And I recognized that I followed my energy and I was like, Hey, what's happening with me? And, and normally if I felt that way, it would shut me down. I would have nothing to say. I would just go into like, cause when I'm, when I'm uncomfortable, I freeze. That's, that's mm. my, yeah. what I, what yeah. I do. I just kind of get stuck and I freeze and mm. I just become still, but because I recognize that loneliness, that emotion that mm. I felt, I was able to kind of sit back and just follow and like, okay, this is what lonely feels like. And I didn't have any other person to connection code with. I didn't have anyone. So I just internally did it on my own. And then I was like, okay, I feel better. So I go back to the table and it was like, and then I was able to become myself again. I was able to unstuck myself from being frozen. And it was just like learning, learning these, like Mm. following your own energy. And, and I kind of oohed myself probably, you know, I'm like in line by myself, I'm alone. And I just, I don't know. It it really life-changing things. And, and it took Elijah one time ooing me and I was like, Oh, that works. And then mm. learning wow. to apply these tools in other settings has just been so amazing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And 
It's just so fun. Yeah. So cool. This is why we're on a worldwide quest. Mm-hmm. We have to get all those other soccer moms to be connection coders <laughs> so that in that moment, Some Christina, of them are now. so that Christina could go, hey, I, what's happening with me here? I'm, hey, I'm feeling lonely, everybody. And they go, oh, wait, what's happening? What are we missing here? Because yeah. again, I don't know these women. They could be all evil, um, but I, my guess is they're not. They're not trying to injure you. They're not trying to totally. wound you. They're not trying right. to harm you. But in that moment, they just missed this. Again, they missed it not because they're stupid or bad or wrong. They just missed it because they just didn't know. They were unaware. And as this spreads around, and this will literally, we're hearing stories all around the world where people are in groups and then somebody used them and literally they'll go, are, 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 you, are you a connection coder? And they're like, oh, you know the connection codes? And that's starting to propagate, which of course just lights us up. It's just so thrilling. Yeah. But just like you're talking about, Christina, we were with a couple, we did an intensive with them a few weeks ago and um, they've been married, I think 20, 20 something years. And she ooed him for the first time ever. And yeah. I, he started crying and, you know, he just mm. teared up and I'm like, Hey, what, what's happening there? What are we missing? And he said, my body just relaxed. Mm. She's never ooed me. And she's a precious human being. It's not that she's evil or, mm. or bad or, or awful. She had always resisted his energy. Anytime he'd share mm. something, she'd go, what, babe? No, that's not true of you. Wow. You're great. You're awesome. And she, from totally good intention, great motivation, good heart, mm. blah, 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 trying to help him. And he shared something and she ooed him and it just washed over him. And, yeah. and, it, and it was just yeah. fascinating watching him observe himself. And he goes, mm-hmm. my body just relaxed. Mm, I just yeah. felt that. I'm like, dang, that's... And again, not because we did some fancy MRI or, you know, we did some lobotomy or something. <laughs> just from her ooing him. And he was like, I could feel that. Mm, I mean, yeah. physiologically, I felt that just wash over my body. And again, we're sitting there going, dang, that's <laughs> that's a cheap prescription. Mm. You know, you, you don't have to have this thing filled, you know, twice a month for the rest of your life. You just ooh each other. And it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. What else I love yeah. about that specific example is because we often think that we have to have this life change because of some big event, mm. because there's this big situation happening. But that was a maybe a Wednesday night playing soccer with some yeah. women like that you don't expect to need to ooh yourself through. Mm. And so it's just a perfect example to show that we need this all day, every day. There are constantly moments, especially if you're a parent, because if you're not experiencing intense emotion, there's somebody else in your house that is, you know, there is something going on somewhere. Mm, And so this is something that we use just because we felt a moment of rejection or a moment of loneliness because these small things happen constantly that we need to be able to process and follow our own energy and each other's energy. So I love that that was a story with a moment that clicked for you, you know, cause it doesn't feel small. I mean, that's, that's an emotion, but again, that's a situation that like nobody cut your arm off in that moment, but you still felt an emotion and you still had a feeling of loneliness. And we know loneliness is, extremely right. a painful right. experience. Mm. And yep. So the fact that yep. you could ooh yourself in the middle of that field is just incredible. Yeah. And before this opportunity passes, let me make sure I publicly and officially state for people like Christine and me, the offside rule makes no sense. <laughs> if my team wants to leave somebody back there, we're playing one person down. 
Yeah. So we should not be penalized for that. As a soccer coach, yeah. I totally Thank agree. You. Yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Phyllis grew up playing soccer. She's a spectacular soccer player. One of the many early embarrassments that I had with her, trying to show her a couple things. You know, I was just going to be cool as a teenager. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was pretty humiliating. Wow. She's really good. I think we're off on a tangent. <laughs> well, there. it's important that we state that for the it world. It is important. Yeah. Oh, Thank you, man. Elijah. A soccer tangent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I was talking, thinking about, I was with some friends this week, just had coffee and they definitely know what the connection codes are. Like they know that side of my life, but I realized that when I'm with them, I use the language all the time. It's just a part of my vocabulary that I express my fear or my guilt or, um, my joy. And I use the words, I use the language and, and I, I realized that, it for me, it all goes back to the science behind it that I'm releasing it from my body. Mm. When I say yep. it, I'm releasing it. And it is, I think that, you know, we often get asked, uh, especially in sessions about like the core motion wheel and the like, oh, we're supposed to do it every day is one of the questions we get. And, you know, it's, I, I mean, it is so interesting just how people kind of miss that this needs to become a part, right. a lifestyle change. Mm. Like it's yeah. not, sure, we want you to do the core motion wheel every day. Of course we do. But it's because it is leading you to tuning right. in to what's happening for you. But what the goal, the ultimate goal is overall the emotional health of at all times mm. being tuned in, just like what you were sharing. You were out with a group of girlfriends. You're, you know, you're getting a drink. And in that moment, you felt lonely. Mm. So you didn't have the wheel with you. You weren't trying to do the wheel with anyone else there. Mm. You didn't tell yourself, oh, I'll use that one in the wheel the next time Elijah and I do mm. the wheel. It's like in the moment, right. you yeah. processed, oh. you realized, you tuned in, what is happening for me? Mm this is loneliness and you, you allowed yourself to feel it and then you processed it. You with no one, but yourself, Mm. which is huge. And then it changed the rest of the evening for you. Mm. Totally. Absolutely. And, and and I think that is for our listeners is to realize that (laughs) this is not just a, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but, it's like sometimes I think people don't realize this is and needs to be transformational. Like this yep. becomes a part of who you are is tuning in. And, you know, I think sometimes two people are looking for a quick fix, which I know you guys are health coaches and and so understand that mentality. I think that's why, uh, you know, even the idea of I could just take a pill and wake up tomorrow and be in shape. Uh, sign me up for that. It's it's almost like we don't want to do the work to get the transformation. We don't want to stick with something long enough that it becomes second nature. And I know that as health coaches, you know the truth in that. You know that it takes a lifestyle change. It takes the intentionality. It takes the training. It takes the uh, just so much of that to get to where you want to be, where you then look yep. and go, I am in shape. I am healthy. You know, I mean, even Christina, for you to be able to have, you don't even know soccer, but you are in shape enough to feel confident to go out and be on a soccer field with a bunch of women or a lot of them who played in college. 
a sport, which means they know the rules, they know the tricks, but you're confident enough in going, huh, I am, I can play in this arena and I can learn the rules. And and a lot of that with the connection codes is, yeah, learn, learn the tools for yourself and don't get stuck with, well, my partner's not willing to Mm. do it. It's like, man, let it be self transformational and Mm -hmm. use the tools. And I love the science. I've said this so many times. I love the science. I love that. I know for me, it's such a healthy life for me to just be in tune with what's happening for me and for me to communicate it to myself. And if anyone's around that to communicate it with others, it's, it's just so huge. Yeah. For me, I, I've told people this, the, pill of the connection codes the the actual the the thing that's the most transformative is processing identifying and processing your emotions in real time like that is the thing if you want to take one thing from it that is the thing because what it does for me well like i said you know it some behavior that i didn't like just disappeared. And I'm a nutrition coach. And I say this all the time, we've all been there where we go to have one Oreo, and all of a sudden, we eat the whole sleeve, you know, it's, it's all of a sudden, something takes over. And I think it's so bad thing. Is that a bad thing? Say it again. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> I just wanted to clarify, because I was I didn't confused. say it was bad. Okay, it just depends okay. on your goals. Yeah, I, That's I, all. I, I just didn't goals. understand your point. <laughs> Sorry. But you know, we, 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 something takes over. And I think a lot of times that's unprocessed emotion. And so mm. it's really cool for me to be able to even incorporate that into oh. nutrition changes for mm. people and wow. incorporate into health changes. It's like, it's this emotion that is driving our behavior because we're not processing yep. it. Yep. And, and I almost was like, I found myself because I'm okay with having emotions, telling her things that I thought I would take to my grave. Wow. Wow. Because it's not, it's not just that she feels safe, but I feel safe now. Mm -hmm. I feel safe with myself. I'm no longer ashamed of what I'm experiencing. So like I said, she wouldn't even have to do the connection codes and it still would impact our relationship because I'm okay with me. And, and so it's just that real time identifying and processing. And that's, now what we're trying to teach our kids and we can just mm. notice it's like it's so cool to see them just go i feel sad you know or i feel lonely and and then it just yeah. changes their behavior it's so crazy it's like i don't even have to do any much parenting these days i'm just having to like oh so what's happening for you and then they're like oh i feel sad you know or angry is the boy what the boys say a lot yeah. <laughs> angry you didn't let me watch tv <laughs> but anyway so that's what i think the true power of the connection codes is and so if you can just get it if you can get in the habit of almost we start almost every sentence now with an emotion mm. when we're talking wow. it's like what we're f- experiencing mm. and then we go into the logistics of what we're experiencing yeah so yeah if you can get in that habit it's yeah we may have to we may have to do a blood draw and <laughs> uh, get a vaccine to give everybody in the population uh, oh, you because it's just unbelievable the the simplicity of it but the power of it and again you go back to a 12 month old an 18 month old this is what they're doing and they're not doing it because they decided to as their new year's resolution they're doing this because they're coded this way and there's no birthday where we change the coding we're just the same when we're 15 and 25 and 35 or 61 uh, it's still the same coding uh, that we need Okay, I don't know if you're running the show here, Tira, but are we going to yep. talk about sex? Yeah, I mean, if they're if y'all are game for it, I'm, I'm always going to talk about sex. So I, kind of feel like we, I have a feeling it was going to come up today. Oh, really? 
I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'd love yeah. just to hear a little bit as far as. Hey, the, let's the pause for one second before you say that because uh, he's gotten really close to us. Yeah. And when they're talking, I can turn y'all down. But yeah, we, we schedule these um, uh, podcasts, and the <sighs> mowing company knows every time we schedule it. <laughs> We've got to stop doing it on Thursday. Get somebody out, out there, quick! Hurry. Well, yeah. eventually they're going to stop. I mean, yeah. you think it. Well, I've been able to turn us down when they're speaking, but he just got real close to us. Right. Okay. Now That's Glenn. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's remarkable. It's like they're always here. It's amazing. Yeah. So I assume they have like an international you know, group that says, get over there, hurry. All right. So That's ask annoying. him, ask again. Okay. So are we going to talk about sex? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Tara, I'm think you're in charge here, but I'm not sure. So are we going to talk about sex? Here? I always want to talk about sex. Okay. Well, I'm a clinical sexologist, so I feel obligated. <laughs> well, so I'd love... <laughs> I hope y'all don't feel thrown under the bus right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, after our I day together, I expected it. So uh, I, I thought that it. might be why you invited us on this podcast. <laughs> well, I just want to know what effect this has had on the two of you. Of course, our whole positioning with the connection codes is that um, dynamic sexual connection is built on top of deep emotional connection and you can have sexual activity uh, without deep emotional connection but when you build it on top uh, of deep uh, emotional connection it just Mm -hmm. multiplies everything you know for phyllis to be able to be authentic with me to convey her joy points to convey her pain points because i have no way of knowing uh, otherwise and of course vice versa for me to be able to convey to her uh, it changes the whole setup again i'm not saying you can't have activity i'm not saying you can't have sexual interaction but it changes the whole dynamic. So I just love to hear from the two of you what what you've noticed uh, with that. You want to go first? Mm-hmm. You want me to go first? Mm-hmm. Okay, gosh. Um, I think one thing that was huge is I realized that sex for me is about ninety percent about connection and maybe ten percent about the physical. Um, and I realized that I had some sexual loneliness in our relationship, um, and so. It goes back to me feeling safe with myself that because now I feel safe to express to her because I'm just having these emotions. It's not really about her, you know, and so I've always been afraid to tell her things because I was afraid to hurt her, to hurt her feelings, you know, and and so for me, that has been transformative to just express to her what I'm feeling in that area and um she's so amazing. She's very responsive. And, and just to be able to like take risk, you know, like I, I would not um, initiate because I, for fear of rejection, because I would just didn't want to feel that anymore. And so now I can just say, Hey, I have some fear about this, but uh, would you be interested in having a quickie before we take the kids to school, you know, and, Mm -hmm. And then I'm okay. Even if she says, no, I just can't, we're too busy. I'm okay with that because I'm not, I've let out the emotion. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so now it doesn't feel like rejection. It still feels like we're connecting. And so that, you know, maybe she'd say, well, can we set aside some time tonight or, or maybe tomorrow, whatever it is, but it's still connecting because I'm not feeling rejected because I shared the Mm. emotion. So for us, it, at least for me, I don't speak for you. That has been huge. Just Mm. feeling safe to express what I'm feeling, you know? So love it. No, it's funny. I I just have you know that Sunday school song, "This Little Light of Mine." I'm gonna let it shine. Thank you for bringing your under- Sunday school songs <laughs> into the conversation about sex. Got Christina. you, Glenn. Great job. 
No, but like, like, so for me, I would hide it. Like I, for the first time, don't have shame about sex. I can say it without being like, oh, are we allowed to talk about that? Or, oh, that's, it was, it was a, such a shame point for me and which mm. caused then like, you know, then it would cause guilt. Then I would have fear that was just like, I would just go through this cycle. And right. yeah. um, for the first time with, with connection codes, it's, it's not a scary topic. It's actually an exciting topic. Mm. And I think for so long, I'm like, hide it under a bushel. No, not yeah. anymore. Cause it's like, I don't have to, because it's actually a very positive thing. Right. You know, we're, our bodies yeah. are beautiful and amazing. And, and I, I just think for the wow. first time I can say, yeah, sex is awesome. And it's mm -hmm. fun. And, and it's not scary. You know, for me, I think it was like, I had so much fear because it was always a secret. It was always mm. a hush, hush, don't talk about it. Um, thing growing up. And, uh, I just, I'm just ready to let it shine, you know, wow. in my marriage with Elijah and even yeah. like culturally, you know, I think there's so much, you know, naughty, like everything, like Phil, as you've talked about it too, you know, it's like, it's no, it's, it's, it's life. It's, it's mm -hmm. just how God yeah. made our bodies. And, um, it's, it's, challenging to, to really process some of those emotions. Cause they're, cause they go back so far for me, mm. you know? Mm. And so just learning how to like be in the moment and, um, mm. communicate like the fact that we're talking about sex with each other, wow. we've been married for 17 years and you'd think we would have figured it out by now, mm. but it's a topic that's on the table every day now. Mm. And it's yeah. so exciting for me because it's yeah. just a new phase. Yeah. Life. Yeah. 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 Now, in fairness, I want to check. Elijah, is that okay with you if she lets her light shine sexually? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing. I just want to be fair. I mean, I, I don't want to you know, feel put upon it. Wow. <laughs> He's like, turn it on. Well, let it shine, baby. Oh. Let it shine, baby. I love, I love that. Mm. That's amazing. Well, I love just the fact, and I, I do think, um, oh, there's sadness for me of how many married couples. Mm in this topic of sex have really um, go years and years mm. full of unprocessed emotion yeah. and still feel that, yeah, like the don't, don't talk about it. Um, yeah. And, you know, just to realize, wow, this tool, it doesn't work just in business. It doesn't work just in running a house. It doesn't work just in, uh, you know, communicating about everyday things. It goes into the intimacy of our marriage in a way it is. It's like mind blowing to be able to talk about sexual loneliness, sexual joy, to be able to talk about the shame, to be able to even the fear, to be able to figure out things by just talking about it is so yeah. huge. And, you know, for many of us, we, especially when we have the opportunity to talk about when we're with a group and we, uh, love, uh, being able to talk about this, I say that that's not even true. I don't love it because I still get hit with mm. fear. Um, when I'm talking publicly about sex, I get, I, I, I have fear that people are judging me, that people are like, mm. how could she stand up there and say that? And so I get hit with fear, a fear of rejection that people will go, that's disgusting. I can't mm. believe that you uh, are talking about this, you know? So I get wow. hit with stuff that I have to process every time we are on stage talking about this. Cause I was raised that 
that's sinful to mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. Like as in, yeah. you know, um, and I've, I've shared this with just reactions that we had early on when we started talking about this, that people within close knit circles were just ashamed and um, pulled away from us. Like, and, and so those, those wounds do remind me that a lot of people are not comfortable talking about this. So, yeah. uh, when I said, yeah. I love it, um, it's a love hate, I guess, relationship there when we talk about this. But, you know, so often it just opens up hugely for couples. The the idea that, wow, I've never been able to express this. I've never shared that fear. I, And, you know, so we kind of put ourselves in a box because we've made it like you, if you can't talk about it, you're, you're going to stay pretty close to what you think is safe. And so that's why we express even the box thing. And, you know, to think about, and I know even with what you're saying, Christina, you've you've said, you know, the shame factor goes way, way back for you. So it's pre-Elijah. Like it was something that was communicated to you early in life. And wow, to think this is still affecting me. How crazy is that? And to realize... Yeah. I need to talk to Elijah about that. I need to be able to say, wow, I feel shame in this. Mm-hmm. And for for him to make space for that and to even lean into it and follow that and be able to go, what happens with shame? And for you to figure out, well, you know, it's because I remember when I was this age and this was said to me and that has stuck with me all these years. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and I, I think that realizing for all of us that, wow, being able to take these tools into that topic is so huge and can change drastically how life is looking for you, which is a really, really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to uh, highlight just Elijah, one of the things you said, because our culture says this is not really true. Uh, But you you said something, I don't want to misquote you, but you said 90% of sex is about connection. Uh, for you. And yeah. I think our culture says, oh, no, no, men are just horny. They just want to stick it somewhere. <laughs> and that's actually not true uh, as far as my experience uh, goes. And I don't doubt that there's some guy somewhere where that's the case, but I virtually never, I don't like saying never with human behavior, but certainly virtually never see that at all. Uh, and again, it's part of it's biological. I mean, your typical male has a higher sex drive. You know, he's activated sexually more often and more readily than the female. Uh, but I don't know if I've ever met the man who's like, yeah, I don't care about connection. I don't care. I, I just want to get to yep. do the thing. Uh, and, and he may feel some push physiologically to do that, but really what he wants is to connect uh, with his partner uh, deeply yeah. and uh, safely. It's been interesting even talking to some of my other guy friends that are doing connection codes. And what I've realized is that a lot of men are just really lonely sexually. Mm, And and what has happened is uh, they don't feel connected with their spouse just daily. And so the only time they feel connected is when they have sex. And so that is actually the driver. That's why they're always after their wife because they don't feel connected in the rest of their life. And what I realized is like when we would go on vacation and, you know, maybe the first, just us, just the first day, second day, we'd have really connected sex for a couple of days. And I, it was so weird. I used to have shame about it, but now Mm. I realize what it is. My sex drive would be, I I wasn't like after her all the time. And I realized it's because my connection tank was full. Mm. And so it's that when you have unconnected sex, that's why 
were always after our wives because it was yeah. such a brief connection yeah. and it didn't fill the tank and yeah. we're feeling disconnected in the rest of our lives. Yep. And mm. so it's almost like a catch 22 because the wife yep. is like, why are you always after me? And he's like, I just want to connect with you, but we never really talk about it. So it doesn't get down to the, right. this is actually about disconnection. Wow. It's not about physical physicality at all. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been really cool to see some of our other married couples realize like, oh, this is about connection hmm. and wow. that actually connecting with my wife kind of satisfies that sexual desire. Mm. Even when we're not having sex, it's weird. It's like that that actually yep. fills yep. that tank, which is wow. mind boggling, but it actually fills that tank for me. Yep. And so, of course, I want to have sex with her more because we're more connected, but it's not this like uncontrollable drive like it used to be mm. yeah wow. it's so interesting yeah and yeah. it's really difficult for people to grasp that when they haven't experienced it in just the wow. last two or three years right. for us i'm amazed at how sexually connecting sexual banter is and you know where i'm yeah. able to convey Absolutely. to her my sexual joy my sexual loneliness and that doesn't mean we're going to be actively involved sexually in the next 20 minutes or the next several hours or even that day. Mm. Uh, but I feel sexually connected and I'm just intrigued by that. And this is an area of research uh, we're getting into. It's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. We didn't do anything mm. actually yeah. sexual, but I was able to convey to her. And now I feel incredibly sexually connected, almost as though I just had a dynamic orgasm. It's like, how can that be? Yeah. Because we didn't actually do anything mm. and I don't know I'm just intrigued by that because it doesn't it's illogical from the the just the um, physical aspect of it yep. but it's very very true and we've experienced it enough now where I'm like dang this is and of course we see this with so many other couples as well that they experience the exact same thing that you're talking about yeah that's amazing wow I love that really amazing yeah yep. so I know that y'all were just together a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago now, but Elijah and Christina, is there anything that you're currently finding yourself stuck on that you mm. may need an answer to or an extra nudge on before we move into the core emotion? Will just want to make sure. Yeah. Well, I do. I can say that, um, we had a really good time Monday. So it was like the event was over and the four of us went out, spent the day together and we talked a lot about sex. It was so great. And I'm like, Oh, sex is going to be so good tonight. It's going to be great. And it's, you know, going to be, we have all these new tools and tips and, yeah. and that time happened. And then we got stuck. Like mm. it was awful. And all of a sudden the fear, the shame, the guilt, mm. the, like all of these emotions came and I, and we were both kind of just like laying in bed, like, Oh crap. Like we're back to the beginning. Mm. And it was a really mm. scary moment because we both had this intention to connect and to, and to connect sexually and had a lot of joy thinking about it leading up to that night. Mm. And then we just got super, super stuck. And we had to like, just kind of figure out what was happening. And you remember you, you were there. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we like, we kind of connect, we kind of use the, um, core emotion wheel to kind of get through it. And, and we were able to break through. It was like a, such a significant breakthrough wow. moment. And like Elijah really followed my energy mm. and like what needs to happen to connect. And it, it was so interesting because it was so basic. Like I needed, like when I put my kids to bed, I thought my son was going to be cold. So I had that in my mind, like mm. he needs a blanket <clears throat> and, oh, I didn't brush my teeth. I need to go brush my teeth and I need to, you know, do a couple like 
completely non-sexual things to get ready mm. to connect emotionally and to connect sexually. And it was as easy as getting a few things finished, getting a few th household mm. things done. And then we were able to connect and it was like, wow, we, we made it through that really scary moment where I thought it was all for nothing. Mm. You know, I had so much like fear, well. like, oh crap, like all this, we're just going to go back to the beginning. It doesn't actually work, you know? Mm. And, and it was just a few basic things that needed to happen for me to be able to be present in the moment. So I, it's not necessarily anything that I need support with from you guys, but just to know, like for, I want, I do want listeners to know there are sticking points. Like yeah. there are mm. things that you, sure. you might have to stop. And, you know, when you find breakthrough, you find tools and they work really good. And all of a sudden they don't, don't stop using them, yeah. use them anyways. Yep. And then you will be able to like put them into practice, mm. you know, and yeah, that. that was really, really an important thing for me to realize um, the sticking points are, it's just that it's just, right. Right. Do, do it one more time. Yeah. 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 And I know in the moment it, it's much more challenging than when we were sitting here talking yes. about it, but <laughs> yeah. you know, even in that moment for Christina to be able to go, oh, I'm feeling some fear because our son doesn't have a blanket on him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm feeling some pain, some sadness about that. That cues Elijah's brain in completely differently than if she's yeah. just talking about the logistics or not even sharing about it uh, at all. Uh, mm -hmm. and even for her, and I don't, it's always dangerous to conjecture another human's experience, but you know, Christina, to be able to say, oh, I feel some shame. He goes, Oh, what's happening with shame when I'm missing? Well, I haven't brushed my teeth and I feel some yeah. shame that I haven't brushed my teeth yet. I'd really like to go do that. And he, I'm, you know, to the degree I know Elijah, he'd be like, Oh shoot. Yeah, that's, that's great. But now he's cued into you, the authentic self. He knows mm -hmm. what's happening uh, with you. Uh, yeah. there's just a lot of power in that. Yeah. I love that. But it's hard in those moments to even oh, yeah. realize like, Absolutely. oh, it's the brushing of the teeth that's holding me back mm -hmm. or, or my son being cold that's holding me back. And that's why we have created a tangible tool. I mean, you just said that you yep. pulled out the core emotion wheel. And as you worked through the wheel, you were able to unveil yep. what these things were that were happening yep. for mm -hmm. you. And so anyone can download this core emotion Absolutely. wheel on our website, connectioncodes.co. And we, Wes and I, when we find ourselves getting stuck like that, mm -hmm. when we find ourselves mm -hmm. like, and it takes one of us being the person to pull it out. And that is a hard moment to be mm -hmm. the person because I want to resort back to the beginning and be like, you make me so mad. You know, like it almost <laughs> feels better to just fight sometimes because I'm sure there's some kind of endorphin or some kind of something releases yeah, yeah, in us. But it really does. It, it's us deciding, I'm going to show up for you. And so let's do this will together. And that's what's going to uncover mm. and make this a connecting moment. And so I love, love that you shared that because yeah. we do, we all have those moments and, mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean we're back at the beginning. It just simply means we're human mm -hmm. and that we are all still figuring this thing out yeah. together. So, wow, so good. and I also find that a lot of emotion tends to come around to large events. So when you've had something big happen, I mean, that was a mm. huge event that y'all had just hosted yeah. and, and then had the day with them. And so when we have a huge expectation of something, there are so many emotion that goes wow. into that, mm -hmm. that often, and, and you say that like y'all plan this big date night and then you go home and you get into a fight before sex mm. even happens. Or mm -hmm. when Wes would travel a lot, I'd be so excited for him to get home. He would get home and we would fight. Mm. So yeah. oftentimes yeah. we have to be extra sensitive around those big moments that we're experiencing with each other. Well, so I am so, so glad that y'all joined us mm. today and that mm -hmm. you shared yeah. so much. I mean, that was 
really, really helpful for us even to remember how much this affects our own bodies and, mm-hmm. and that processing with ourselves and not disregarding our own experience is so important. Mm-hmm. And so we close out every episode by doing the core emotion wheel. And is that something that y'all are willing to do with us today together? Yeah. yeah like y'all course. share it for each yep. other. Do you have one or do you, do I need to grab one? You are okay. ready. Uh-huh. I love somebody that's ready. <laughs> awesome. I'm about to get a tattoo of it on my wrist. Uh, nice. <laughs> that's, hey, I need to do that, yes. honestly. Yeah. Um, all right. Y'all They're all begin. over our house. Yeah, yeah. And put a QR code on there, too, Christine, on your wrist. <laughs> so that people okay. can, it'll just come up. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. You want to go first? You want me to? I always like when you go first. Okay. Um, gosh. Okay. So I'm going to do it kind of around the event, mm. if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. Because I had a lot of feels around uh, the event. Mm. Um, so um, felt some guilt and shame about the attendance. Um, mm. Really wanted a lot more people to experience you mm. guys and how transformative oh. it was. Um, had some, some fear uh, the, that first night that you guys came over. Um, just that you wouldn't like us, that we would, you, um, definitely, um, felt some loneliness around, I had reached out to a bunch of pastors in Mm. town and, um, just felt lonely that other, um, spiritual leaders and leaders of communities didn't buy into it. Mm. Um, and maybe, maybe even felt a little bit of guilt there that I wasn't good enough at communicating Mm. what it was Mm. about, you know, and how transformative it was. Um, Felt some anger, a lot of anger about some couples that I knew needed to be there, but refused Mm. to come. And, um, you know, people that said they uh, cared about fixing their marriage and getting Mm. it and, but, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't come. And then Mm. also some, some guilt in that because it made me want to withdraw from them mm. and not give wow. my support. Yeah. Um, oh. Felt uh, some hurt at some people that didn't attend that I thought were going to. Mm. Um, and uh, that also some sadness in that yeah. too. Um, but overall, the feeling I had the most was joy, joy, joy. <laughs> it was just um, fantastic weekend. So much joy hanging out with you guys, especially mm. on Monday. Um, and the, you know, me, missing our exit as we were going to go to get coffee and then taking a different exit and, <laughs> yeah. and making it to Rodney strong vineyard. Wow, yeah, um, yeah. and the winemaker being there and I uh, just was like so much joy, yes. just this, uh, felt like a God thing, you know, cause it's a place that you would really love. Yeah, so yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's it for oh, me. I love it. I think I got them all. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now do I do it about that? You could do, do it I... about whatever you oh, want. I don't know. Just life. Life. I, I I like life. Yeah, that's uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I I have some guilt. I think that I well, hmm. I have some guilt that I haven't been the best putting things into practice. Um, I've held mm. myself back sometimes just because it feels more comfortable to be stuck. Like I'd rather mm. be, I'm like the other day we had a conversation. It was just hard because I'm like, I just, I just, just too much work. And so I have some guilt that I don't mm. put into play the, the actions that I know will help. Whoa. Um, and that does create some shame too, because I, sometimes I feel like I don't have all, like I'm not good enough or mm. 
you know, smart enough, or I don't know how to put the self-control into action to follow through with things that I know that'll be beneficial for me. Mm. Um, I, let's see. I'm angry about the sex stuff. I, it's so frustrating. Mm. The culture, I have so much anger that, that sex is bad and wow. cause it's not, you know, and I'm just so angry that, you know, um, just that it's, that's off the table and I'm so mm. done with that. Um, Crazy. I feel sad about that too, that there's so many other couples or so many, even individuals that, that need to have freedom in their, in their sexuality and know that, yeah. you know, there's no, it's, it's not a bad thing. And mm-hmm. I just, that makes me feel sad that that's kind of like common. It's mm-hmm. common. That it makes me sad that it's common. That like that just, that you can't be free in, in, mm-hmm. in your body. And I just, that makes me really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some hurt too, in the same in the same part, like sex, mm. where I wish I had known earlier, mm. you know, yeah. I wish I was taught, wow. you know, earlier at an earlier age that mm-hmm. it's, um, that it's okay. And it's, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of hurt and, mm. and how it was off the table most of my wow. life. Mm. Um, so much joy. I have so much joy that we're doing this and so much joy, mm. the connection with you guys. Like I, I told you, Phyllis, when we were at the Redwoods, but I feel like I, I've gotten so much identity from the mm. two of you and connection mm. codes. Like when I met you, I'm like, they're my people. Mm. Like, like, <laughs> can I just be in your life? Can we do life together? Mm. And so having mm. you guys, and I mean, started with the book and then the podcast and then meeting you guys face to face. Like I just have so much joy in this connection. Cause I feel wow. like you really have changed our lives. And mm. I think I, I just have so much joy that we're now going to change other people's lives with connection codes. Cause it's been mm. such yeah. a huge impact for us. So yeah. Yeah, I think. Wow. I love that. Is that one more to go? Yeah, I missed two. I missed two. Oh, these, okay, fear. Oh, geez. Fear that, I, I do have fear that I can pull it off, you know? Like, mm. I, I really want to broadcast who I am and who, um, I, who, just my um, impact. I, I have fear that I won't do it, that I mm. won't be enough. Um, and lonely. I, I mean, I talked about lonely earlier. I think it's just a new, new emotion for me. Cause I've suppressed it for so long, being wow. the center of attention, being a pastor's kid, being a pastor myself, like just, you know, it can be a very lonely spot. And so, wow. um, yeah, there's, there's loneliness that no one understands me. Mm-hmm. Um, but wow. that's, that's wow. in there. So yeah. I wanted to end with joy. Shoot. I'll do it again. <laughs> I have so much joy in, in life. Like there's I, I, another, another joy point. I just, I love having connection codes with my kids. It's, mm. it's changing our, it, our, the Runyon household is a different place. Wow. It is wow. so fun. And it's just really, it's I so much it. joy in that. Yeah, that's mm. amazing. We've been doing it every morning, the wheel on the way to school. So that's wow. really cool. It's really fun. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Thank y'all so much for mm-hmm. being here, for joining us and for sharing so vulnerably. I, I, yes. I love hearing both the life and then a, an issue specific will mm-hmm. both side by side, because it shows the impact of this mm-hmm. whenever you have something that you need to release. And Elijah, yeah. you needed to release those emotions in mm-hmm. you. And, and I'm yes. so glad you did. And you shared and, um, and I connect so much with a lot of what you said, Christina, and just talking about the sex and, and the mm. pain that we all feel in it. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, I've only listened to a couple of episodes, or this is even my first episode. What are y'all talking about? Mm. You know, what is so life-changing? Please go to connectioncodes.co mm-hmm. and you can start with our foundations course. You can buy the book, mm-hmm. but your journey really can begin there to 
unfold what is happening inside your body to bring connection in yourself. You know, we heard Elijah say that his fear was just that he was too much. He had too much emotion. And, um, and this has helped him to begin this like inner healing to communicate with his partner and for them to connect in a way that now is just made her light shine, you know, like that she feels safe with him and he feels safe with her. And so they are just like shining together. And I love, love that. And so go to connectioncodes.co and um, share this podcast with your friends, share it on Instagram. That is so, so helpful to us. Yeah. So as Christina and Elijah would emphatically insist to you, you need this. You deserve this. So let's Let's do do this. this. Let's do this. Absolutely.